We're so glad you could join us for mornings at YCBC today. We want to thank you for being a part of our online family and we hope that this message encourages you, blesses you and helps you grow in your walk with Him. So let's get into the Word. So our series has been contending for your faith. And so we're up to week three and this week we're talking about uh, how we contend. Uh, And so this message is called Physical versus Spiritual. Uh, So I'm going to pray briefly now and then we're going to dive into God's word. So Heavenly Father, I pray that our time in your word this morning would be a rich blessing to us and that we'd be shaped by it once more. In Jesus' name, amen. And so I want to start with a question this morning. And that question is this, how quick are you to draw your sword? Now, not many of us actually have a sword, of course, but I'm talking about how up for a fight are you? How, how quickly are you triggered uh, to begin arguing or fighting or, or metaphorically swinging swords around? Uh, because we are actually in the midst of a battle as followers of Jesus. And, and, and so there's this sense that sometimes we're just too, really quick to draw our sword. Uh, an example of this, I, I, I want to read... Um, a decent chunk of, of scripture now, but it comes from John chapter 18. And, and the scene here is that Jesus uh, has been arrested. This is the Garden of Gethsemane scene. And so in John uh, chapter 18, verse 1, we're told when he had finished praying, Jesus left with his disciples and crossed the Kidron Valley. On the other side, there was a garden and he and his disciples went into it. Now, Judas, who betrayed him, knew the place because Jesus had often met there with his disciples. So Judas came to the garden guiding a detachment of soldiers and some officials from the chief priests and the Pharisees. They were carrying torches, lanterns and weapons. Jesus, knowing all that was going to happen to him, went out and asked them, Who is it that you want? Jesus of Nazareth, they replied. I am he, Jesus said. And Judas the traitor was standing there with them. When Jesus said, I am he, they drew back and fell to the ground. Again, he asked them, Who is it that you want? Jesus of Nazareth, they said. Jesus answered, I told you that I am he. If you're looking for me, then let these men go. This happened so that the words of, the, of he, sorry, the words he had spoken would be fulfilled. I have not lost one of those you gave me. Then Simon Peter, who had a sword, drew it and struck the high priest's servant, cutting off his right ear. Jesus commanded Peter, put your sword away. Shall I not drink the cup the Father has given me? And so I love Peter uh, because I see a a lot of myself in him. And one of those things is he's so quick to draw his sword. But the thing here in this story is he's fighting the wrong battle and he's fighting it with the wrong weapon. Now, I don't want to be too harsh to judge him because an army small one maybe, but an army had literally marched out against them with clubs and weapons and torches. And and so it looked like the battle that he should be fighting. It was deceptive. He got drawn into the fight because it looked like a battle he should be fighting. But the deception meant that he ended up fighting the wrong battle with the wrong weapon. And I think all too often we're just like Peter. We get deceived into fighting the wrong battles with the wrong weapons. Because these battles look like ones we should be fighting. These battles are things that make us think that I'm fighting for Jesus here. But it's not the battle we should be fighting. And it's not the weapons that we should be using. I want us to notice that 
Jesus isn't carrying a sword in this story. The reality is that, is that we are called to fight a battle as followers of Jesus. But it's not one we fight with physical weapons. In, in 2 Corinthians 10, chapter, sorry, chapter 10, verse 4, the Apostle Paul says this, The weapons we fight with are not the weapons of this world. On the contrary, they have divine power to demolish strongholds. And so, yes, we're called to fight a battle, but we aren't meant to be swinging the swords of this world. Those are the wrong weapons for the wrong type of battle. Uh, similarly, in, in Ephesians chapter 6, the Apostle Paul says this. He says uh, in chapter 6, verse 10, Finally, be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power. Put on the full armor of God so that you can take your stand against the devil's schemes. For our struggle or our battle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers and the powers and the authorities of this dark world and against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. And so we are meant to be fighting a battle. But our battle is not against flesh and blood. It's not against anyone with skin on. And so the weapons of this world, swords, are useless. The battle is not on Facebook, to put it in a modern context. The battle is not on the comments section of YouTube. The battle is not against your neighbor. The battle is not one that's won in a ballot box. The battle is not one that's against anyone with skin on. If we're fighting against a person, it's not the battle we're called to fight. That doesn't mean that we should all instantly leave Facebook and YouTube. It certainly doesn't mean that we shouldn't vote. But it means that if we're drawn into that, then the battlefront of our lives, then we're fighting the wrong battle with the wrong weapons. The battle is spiritual. And so we're called to contend in the spiritual, not in the physical. And I think this is the cause of so much angst and anxiety and stress and frustration for the followers of Jesus because we have this sense of this truth that, that we're in the midst of a battle. But we get deceived like Peter into fighting the wrong battles and using the wrong weapons and so we get frustrated and angry and ultimately feel defeated. In Ephesians chapter 6, uh, the Apostle Paul goes on to talk about uh, suiting up with the armor of God. He, he talks about, you know, suiting up with, with truth and righteousness and salvation and, and the good news of the gospel. And I'd encourage you to read through a cha uh, Ephesians chapter 6 to kind of get equipped with what, what that sense of spiritual armor looks like. Uh, but then what I want to jump to is, is verse 18. Because uh, in verse 18, after telling us to, to suit up for the spiritual battle, the Apostle Paul says this, And pray, and pray in the Spirit on all occasions, with all kinds of prayers and requests. With this in mind, be alert, and always keep on praying for all the Lord's people. Pray also for me, that whenever I speak, words may be given me so that I, may, I will fearlessly make known the mystery of the gospel for which I am an ambassador in chains. Pray that I may declare it fearlessly as I should. And so the Apostle Paul says, suit up for battle because you're in the midst of a fight as a follower of Jesus. But then that battlefront happens in prayer. He says, pray, 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 pray for all people, all kinds of prayers. 
Pray for, for the Apostle Paul. Pray for spiritual leaders, that, for pastors and teachers and prophets and evangelists. Pray that we might share the gospel. And, and so like Jesus, he's, he's kind of saying, like Jesus said to Peter, the Apostle Paul saying to us, put down your physical sword. Step away from the comment section of Facebook. Step away from thinking that, that uh, contending uh, in, in the physical realm is where the battle really is. And pick up prayer. Pick up contending in the spiritual realm for this world, for your community, for the church, for one another, for leaders in prayer. I want to jump back to John chapter 18 and, and this, uh, this moment in the Garden of Gethsemane as Jesus is arrested. Um, in John chapter 18 verse 1, uh, John gives us this key little bit of information. He says, when Jesus had finished praying, that's how he begins the Garden of Gethsemane scene. And this is so key. All of John chapter 17, the preceding chapter, records a prayer from Jesus. It's, it's Jesus praying for his disciples. It's Jesus praying for the world. It's Jesus praying for you and me. And so Jesus had already gone to battle in prayer before the army even marched out against them. Uh, the other Gospels record... Uh, more of this Garden of Gethsemane moment where Jesus is urging his disciples to pray as well. And so in Luke chapter 22, uh, beginning at verse 39, we, we read this moment where it says, Jesus went out as usual. This is the same story with additional details to what we've read in John chapter 18. As Jesus went out as usual to the Mount of Olives, his disciples followed him. On reaching the place, he said to them, pray that you will not fall into temptation." He withdrew a stone's throw beyond them, knelt down and prayed, Father, if you are willing, take this cup from me, yet not my will, but yours be done. An angel of heaven appeared to him and strengthened him, and being in anguish, he prayed more earnestly, and his sweat was like great drops of blood falling to the ground. When he rose from prayer and went back to his disciples, he found them asleep, exhausted from sorrow. Why are you sleeping? He asked them. Get up and pray so that you will not fall into temptation. And so Peter and the other disciples slept through the real battle. Instead of praying, they slept. And so it's no surprise that when an army marched out against them, they'd missed the real battle, that they started drawing the wrong weapons for the wrong battle. And so my concern, church, is this. My concern is that's exactly where we are that we've been sleeping through the real battle that is contended in prayer. And so we're all too quick, just like Peter, to draw the wrong weapon to fight the wrong battle. And so my big question for us this week to discuss or to journal about if you're on your own is this. In what battles do you need to put your sword down and to pick up prayer in this year? What battles do you need to put away the physical sword to stop fighting people with skin on and to pick up contending in the spirit in prayer for this year? God bless and have a great week. Thanks for joining us today. 
you head back into your week, we want to encourage you to stay in His Word, stay in His love, and stay strong in your faith. Don't forget to keep up to date with what's happening via Facebook, Instagram, or via our website at ycbc.church. See you soon.